Hi, welcome to episode one of Raw Talk, where you are getting a raw inside look of what goes on in and outside of Juice Bar life, where you will hear stories from real people and their raw experiences in this incredible journey called life. And my hope as your host is that you will walk away with something that nourishes your mind, body, and spirit each week. I will be talking about a variety of topics ranging from functional nutrition to plant-based food benefits all the way over to entrepreneurship and what's what inspired me to get started with my business. I will also be interviewing customers and other business owners and entrepreneurs to learn about their stories and experience as well. Hi, my name is Kate Coleman and I am your host. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about the why behind Raw Replenish and what my early days look like. So prior to starting Raw Replenish, I was kind of lost. I knew I wanted to do something in the field of hospitality. And by hospitality, I don't mean working in the tourism industry. I mean working and caring for others. In 2016, when I started Raw Replenish, I had about 15 years of experience working in group homes with adults with developmental disabilities and mental illness. I also had about the same amount of experience working in and outside of fitness centers, teaching group fitness classes. I was coaching individuals on their personal health goals, and I also was certified as a personal trainer. I had a bachelor's degree in forensic psychology, believe it or not, it has nothing to do with the restaurant industry. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, I've never stepped a foot in a police department or a forensic unit. I chose that degree path because at that time, right out of high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to be. Like most kids at that age, they don't know what they want to be when they grow up. And I was really into watching Law and Order, uh, Special Victims Unit. I just love that. Um, so that's really why I chose that career path uh, or that educational path, I should say. Um, so I really started thinking as I started taking classes that I wanted to become a police officer and then eventually a detective. Um, but I really, really was in most interested in understanding the psychology behind the criminal mindset. Um, I thought that would make me a really good detective. And I also, also knew that like from the time I was really little, I was always an observer. To this day, I don't miss a beat. I can feel people's energy around me. I can sense when things are about to go wrong. I can sense when people are uncomfortable. I can look at people's eyes, look at their skin tone, and I can see if they're sick. It's very, very strange, and it's something I never really talked about. Um, and I just assumed, you know, that that highly sensitive, those highly sensitive traits that I have were just pretty much because I was a girl and eventually a woman and girls and women are generally more sensitive and more emotional and I just kind of chalked it up to that. But as I've gotten older, I've researched and read a lot about how there are millions of others like me where we are actually considered empaths or um, some people call them highly sensitive people. Um, and it's not really some psychic ability, although some empaths do have those abilities. My gifts have always been like focused on people's health and their emotional well-being. I can really, really sense different things that are going on with people. And I always have had that gift. And again, it's not something I ever really talked about because 
I feel like in a way it's kind of egocentric to admit that. Well, I can see how you're feeling. And it's not saying I'm always right. (laughs) Um, When I'm not right about it, it's usually because there's something going on within myself that I need to take a look at and I may be projecting it outwardly. But most often, generally, when I meet people, I can kind of pick up on their energy and and, kind of see what's going on with them. Um, I'm really drawn to people naturally. And while I'm actually quite introverted, (laughs) um, uh, my quiet time alone is so, so valuable to me. Um, And it's because when I'm in the public for too many hours, it actually drains me. I soak up the energy of others like a sponge. And as a child, I really never understood that like need to retreat and just get away from people. I would I would was the type of child that I was very outgoing, but at the end of the day, I would be in my room for hours by myself, um, playing Barbies or creating, you know, some type of craft art, you know, and like drawing, coloring something like, but I prefer to be by myself. Uh, I still do (laughs) to this very, very day. Um, But I do love people and I love inspiring people and I love being inspired by people. I think we all do. I think that's our mission on this earth is to truly love one another and connect with each other. I think we all have the ability to feel others energy, but it's just a matter if if we can like truly suppress our own egos and desires long enough to become fully aware of our surroundings. But I'll get into the topic of mindfulness on another episode. Uh, So getting back to 2016, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, um, and this was my dream. Uh, This is something I always wanted to do, and um, I... My husband worked full time and I'll get into that in in just a moment, Uh, but I just always felt like I needed to contribute financially to the family. I I really, really felt that need that I needed to be creative. I needed to be doing something more and not that being a stay at home parent isn't a gift within itself. Uh, But during that time, I just learned a lot about myself. Um, So I got really involved in like couponing. Um, That's how I felt like I was contributing. I I really, I even went to couponing seminars to learn how to become really good at that, shopping for deals. Um, So my family could comfortably live off of one income. Um, So anyway, my husband, um, he's a Marine. And at the time when I met him, He was at the end of his contract uh, and he was recruited by the company he still works for to this day. Um, He was working like 60, 70 hours a week and he was traveling a lot. Uh, And I was at home with the kids and I loved every moment of it. Well, maybe not every moment of it, but a lot of it I did. (laughs) Um, I had, like I said, this was the dream job of mine to be able to raise my littles and I still had this burning desire to in like to 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 do something with with them but show them that you know that you can achieve your dreams you can do both you can have multiple dreams um and i always had that like desire desire for more Um, And I was just trying to figure out what that was. Um, I wanted to be able to provide for my family, support my husband and our income, uh, be there and be present for our kids. But I felt like I still wanted to do something for me. And I struggled with that being was, you know, was that selfish? Was that selfish of me? Not everybody gets to be a stay at home mom. Why do I want it? Why do I want more? 
Um, so anyway, what I decided to do is I, when my husband was home on the evenings and the weekends, um, I got certified as a CPR and first aid instructor and I started a little business. It was called Heart Saving Hands. Um, and I started teaching CPR classes on the evenings and weekends. When my husband was home, um, I was teaching to businesses and large groups like teachers and babysitting groups, healthcare providers. Um, I loved it. Um, it was then that I decided I wanted a business of my own and I wanted to incorporate healthy living and my years of experience taking care of others into this business. At that time, I was, it's just kind of neat how it all comes together. I was buying frozen juices and I would cleanse on occasion from this company in New York City that specialized in raw cold pressed juices. I started researching about the benefits of juicing because I just started feeling so good. I learned so much about how raw juicing had transformed the, the lives of both healthy people and very ill people. I started learning how to juice at home and this led to starting a little small business in my home. My husband built me a 50 square foot kitchen space in our home garage uh, so we could have it inspected so I actually could get licensed to sell my products. So I continued to teach CPR. I started teaching some small group fitness classes at the local YMCA, and I was juicing on the weekends and the evenings. I also would include my kids in the juicing process, like I was saying earlier, um, and I started experimenting with different recipes as well during the day. Um, and then once I got licensed, I had formed quite a few networks of interested people through, the, through teaching the group fitness classes and through the... Um, the CPR classes that I was teaching. So I was kind of like unknowingly networking and getting my name out there without even like being like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I have this business. It was more like we just started the people that I was teaching to. We would talk about things that we enjoyed doing outside of work. And um, I shared about that a little bit. And little did I know that was kind of um, me networking and, and sharing about my business. Um, and I started handling, handing out samples um, and I started collecting data at that time. And this data led to the formulation of my first juice cleanse. It's been tweaked a lot since then, uh, but it is still being sold in my store in Pennsburg and people have had such great experiences with this cleanse. It's just really neat. It has gone through a lot of changes, uh, but the data I've collected through the years is pretty, pretty freaking cool. Um, so to bring this episode full circle, I want to encourage each and every one of you today. If you have a burning desire for more, that could be about so much. That could mean so much. It could be about making a change in your life. It could be about starting that business that you've always dreamed about doing. It could be about taking that first step into a lifestyle that could change the direction of your life and your well-being. It could simply be an invitation to get to know God more. It could be getting in touch more with yourself spiritually. Trust your gut. If you have a desire for more, it's time for you to take action. It's never too late to find yourself. I started a business at the age of 38. I'm still seeking the more. And the more I invest into myself through journaling, through prayer, through meditation, through self-reflection, I listen to podcasts, I do a ton of reading, I love to research, the closer I become to those moments of peace and assurance that I'm exactly where I need to be in this very moment 
And through these practices, I am more present in those moments with the people in the world around me. You can be too.